First reading, the oracle that Habakkuk the prophet saw, O Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear? Or cry to you violence and you will not save? Why do you make me see iniquity and why do you idly look at wrong? Destruction and violence are before me, strife and contention arise. So the law is paralyzed and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous, so justice goes forth perverted. I will take my stand at my watch post and station myself on the tower and look out to see what he will say to me and what I will answer concerning my complaint. And the Lord answered me, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Behold, my soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him, but the righteous shall live by his faith. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Second reading is from Second Timothy. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, according to the promise of the life that is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my beloved child. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve, as did my ancestors, with a clear conscience, as I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day. As I remember your tears, I long to see you, that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now, I am sure, dwells in you as well. For this reason, I remind you to fan into the flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, and which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to the light through the gospel, for which I was appointed a preacher and apostle and teacher, which is why I suffer as I do. But I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We rise to sing the Alleluia verse. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. And Jesus said to his disciples, Temptations to sin are sure to come, but woe to the one through whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea than he should cause one of these little ones to sin. Pay attention to yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. 
And if he sins against you seven times in a day and turns to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord said, if you had faith like a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Will any one of you who has a servant plowing or keeping sheep say to him when he has come in from the field, come at once and recline at the table? Will he not rather say to him, prepare supper for me and dress properly and serve me while I eat and drink? And after you, afterward you will eat and drink. Does he thank the servant because he did what he was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were commanded, say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done what was our duty. The gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for this morning's message is a portion of the gospel reading. It's from Luke 17, these words. The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. And he replied, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you will say to the mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. This is our text. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, here's the situation. Jesus is talking with his disciples about forgiving our brothers and sisters who repeatedly sin against us. Jesus says, if your brother sins and disregards God's precepts, solemnly warn him. And if he repents and changes, then forgive him. Even if he sins against you seven times a day and returns to you seven times and says, I repent, you must forgive him. That is, you must give up resentment and consider the offense recalled and annulled. Any of us who've ever had interpersonal conflict with other people, especially those within our own family, know how difficult it can be to forgive. The feelings of being slighted, ignored, rejected, leave deep, aching bruises. Stubbornness and jealousy and pride and anger and exasperation and resentment root themselves deep in our hearts. And these roots become more entangled or knotted with each passing day and month or year, making it more and more difficult or even impossible to forgive, to want to be reconciled. On this occasion, as Jesus spoke, the disciples were extremely perceptive. Their own experience with sin-infested relationships made them recognize that great faith is needed to get along with offending brothers and sisters in this forgiving way. And hence, when they heard Jesus talk about forgiveness in this way, they cried out, increase our faith. Or as some translated, add to us such faith. You see, the disciples sensed their inadequacy. I mean, who can forgive? Or who wants to forgive? When one is repeatedly the target of mean-spirited attacks, 
hurtful behavior, slander, unfair and unsolicited criticism. One commentator observes, this work of pardoning every offense of every man and that of continually seemed so difficult even to the disciples themselves that they saw that without extraordinary degree of faith they should never be able to keep this command. Jesus' response to the disciples' plea of increase our faith must have been quite disappointing to them, maybe even a little bit exasperating to the disciples. Because Jesus essentially says to them, look, guys, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move this mulberry tree, and it can be uprooted, and it can be planted in a seed. It will obey you. Can't you just hear the disciples mumbling among themselves? What in the world is Jesus talking about? What's this nonsense about uprooting a mulberry tree and replanting it in the sea with just a little bit of faith? I mean, doesn't Jesus realize that a mulberry tree can reach heights of 35 feet? That it can be anchored in the ground sometimes for up to 600 years? It would take hundreds of men digging for hours to dig up such a tree, and it's impossible to replant it in the sea. That's humanly impossible. No one has that kind of faith. Who's ever heard of moving a mulberry tree with one's faith? Who can do it? It's impossible to forgive in that way. And it is, isn't it? It is impossible to move a mulberry tree. I mean, who of us has ever heard of somebody with their faith being able to move a mulberry tree, or any tree for that matter? Who's able to do it? Well, Jesus did, didn't he? Remember Peter, the denier? Jesus said to Peter, denier, I forgive you, feed my sheep. To Judas, the betrayer, Jesus said, friend, yes, he even called his betrayer, friend, do what you came for. To Thomas, the doubter, he said, Thomas, touch my hands and my side. Stop doubting and believe. Jesus' brothers and sisters, his half-brothers and sisters, thought that he was a little bit insane and crazy. And yet Jesus visited his brother James following his resurrection and restored him or put him into a place of importance in the early church. James and Jude penned New Testament letters. To the soldiers who taunted and jeered and whipped and drove nails into Jesus' hands and feet, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. And to you and to me, we who sin against our Lord day after day, repeatedly, probably more than seven times in a day, he continues to forgive, doesn't he? He continues to forgive us again and again and again because Jesus loves us. Jesus died on that cross for every single one of our sins. He does not push away. He does not spurn us. But instead, he invites us to come and receive his forgiveness. Each act of forgiveness by Jesus is like uprooting a mulberry tree and replanting it in the sea 
Jesus did it. He does it. And so can we. Yes, and so can we. Not by our own power, but by His. And you see, that's really the point Jesus is making with this impossible situation of of a mulberry tree being uprooted and planted in the sea. Jesus is seeking to stretch our vision beyond our capabilities and to trust in God's capabilities. You see, it's not about our faith, about how much we have or how little faith we have. It's not about how strong or weak our faith is. It's about the one in whom we trust. You see, God is able. The words translated be uprooted and planted in the sea are actually verbs in the passive sense. Emphasizing that it's not our faith that plants, that uproots and plants, but it's actually the one in whom we trust who uproots and plants that mulberry tree. You see, it's God who is the one who, is po- who makes it possible for us to believe and do the difficult. He's the one that enables us to face the challenges that we face. He's the one that enables us to overcome that which is humanly impossible for us. He's the one that can untangle knotted relationships created by years of neglect and unforgiveness and bring healing and reconciliation. I think you would agree that to love and forgive someone who has killed a loved one is near impossible to fathom, isn't it? It's like moving a mulberry tree and planted it in the, tree, in, in the sea. And yet, didn't that happen just this week? Maybe you heard or read the extraordinary story that's gone viral and caused quite a stir across the nation. 18-year-old Brant Jean, brother of Botham Jean, forgave a former Dallas police officer, Amber Geiger, for killing his brother Botham. And at her trial, he actually, Brant actually asked her to devote her life to Christ. And he embraced her in the courtroom. If you're unfamiliar with the story, here's a brief synopsis. Amber Geiger, a white Dallas police officer, mistook a neighbor's apartment for her own. And when she got to this door, she saw it ajar, and she thought it was her place, and she thought there was someone in, the, in her apartment burglarizing it. And so she pulled out her gun, and she shot, she shot him, bossed him, and killed him. And now, after trial, she was found guilty of manslaughter and was sentenced to 10 years. When the verdict was announced, several members of the family broke down in tears, and some were shaking their heads in disbelief of the jury's decision. But that's when Brandt, Botham's brother took the stand. And he spoke to Geiger saying, I know if you go to God and ask him, he will forgive you. And then Brant continued, I love you, just like anyone else, and I'm not going to hope you rot and die. I personally want the best for you. I wasn't going to say this in front of my family, but I don't even want you to go to jail. I want the best for you because I know that's exactly what Botham would want for you. Give your life to Christ. I think giving your life to Christ is the best thing Botham would want for you. And then Brandt asked the judge if he might hug Geiger. 
request that Judge Kemp allowed. And so Brent and Amber, maybe you saw the images, walked across the courtroom. In the middle of the courtroom, he hugged the man who had killed, he hugged the woman who had killed his brother. That's extraordinary forgiveness. It's moving a mulberry tree into the sea. But it didn't stop there, did it? No, the presiding justice comforted Botham's family and then briefly spoke with Geiger and then she left the room and soon after that she came back into the, into the courtyard, court, courtroom and again, this time with a Bible in her hand. And the justice, Justice Kemp, handed the Bible to, to Geiger and said, you just need a tiny mustard seed of faith. You start with this. And the justice gave Geiger the Bible. And as she gave, him, gave her the Bible, she referenced John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And then the judge said to Geiger, You haven't done so much that you can't be forgiven. You did something bad in one moment in time. What you do now matters. an extraordinary act of moving a mulberry tree into the depths of the sea. Dwight L. Moody said, I prayed for faith, and I thought that someday faith would come down and strike me like lightning. But faith did not seem to come. One day I read in the 10th chapter of Romans, Now faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I had closed my Bible and prayed for faith. But now I opened my Bible and I began to study. And faith has been growing ever since. Kind of sounds like the words of the judge, doesn't it? You just need a tiny mustard seed of faith and you start with this. You see, it's as we read the scriptures that we encounter a God's amazing love, a God so great that he overcame all the offenses that we could ever commit by sending his own son into this world to be our savior. And because of Jesus' death on the cross, our sins are forgiven. And as we live in God's love and forgiveness, we in turn can love and forgive others. And this faith that God in, that sparks in us when we're baptized is a faith that continues to grow and mature as we read this, as we study it, meditate upon it, inwardly digest it. And as we grow in faith, we trust in the one who has the power to do all kinds of amazing things in and through us. Yes, our faith can accomplish the impossible if our faith is placed in our powerful, loving Creator and Savior. Because it's not so much about our faith doing that, but it's about our powerful God and Savior doing these impossible things, if you will, in us. And so uprooting mulberry trees and replanting them in the sea happens when we, when we give, when we feel like keeping. It happens when we pray for others when we ourselves need to be prayed for. It happens when we feed others, when our own soul is hungry. 
It happens when we live truth before people, even though we don't see the results. It happens when we serve for the sake of serving, expecting nothing in return. It happens when we hurt, when we hurt with other people, even when we have hurts that we can't speak. It happens when we keep our word, even when it's not convenient for us to do so. It happens when we're faithful, when our flesh wants us to run away. It happens when we love God, even when he's silent. It happens when we rely on God when tragedy strikes. And we know that God could have intervened and stopped the tragedy, but for some reason he didn't. It means trusting someone who has violated our trust. It means resisting temptation, knowing that God's ways are better than our ways. It means helping someone, even though we know that they might misuse our generosity. It means singing hymns of joy, even in the midst of tragedy. It means finding and experiencing peace during a storm of life. It means having hope, despite death being always present in our life. And yes, it means we forgive, even when we've been repeatedly sinned against. Moving mulberry trees is possible. And so we pray with the disciples today, Lord, increase our faith in you. For you see, the Lord is the one who makes it possible for us to do the impossible. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.